Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about working with fear. More to come on that in a moment, but first, let's settle in with the sound of the bells. Okay, so working with fear. This is day two of what we might call the coronavirus series. As I mentioned in yesterday's episode, uh, given that this is the reality of what's going on at the time of recording, I'm going to make these episodes in alignment with what is most alive for, for people listening right now. But if you're also listening many months down the road or years down the road, I want these topics to also be uh, relevant uh, to you. So even if this particular context doesn't feel resonant uh, at the time, at the moment, see how you could filter it through uh, something that would feel similar. And since we are still in the the early stages of what's going to happen with COVID-19 and Every day, something something new is arising. I mean, I'm here in Palo Alto right now, and we're essentially on lockdown, mandatory, um, what's it called, self-sheltering or sheltering at home, uh, essentially a quarantine, <laughs> other than for essentials, like going to the grocery store or medical stuff. Um, and that's for three weeks. So that's a new development. And all of all of this just keeps coming out each day. And I know f- different people are going to have different responses to this based on their situation, uh, based on dependents you might have, family, how many children, your job, how this is affecting you financially. All of this will condition a different response. For some people, this could actually feel like a bit of a vacation or relaxation I think that might be more in the minority Uh, but for a lot of people this this is very significant there's a lot of uncertainty and the big thing still coming up as this becomes more and more serious is just fear fear and anxiety so I want to speak to some of that today we talked yesterday if you didn't listen to yesterday's episode I do suggest that just five ways to work with that initial response that arises um, in a very practical regrounding type way so that you can function and take care of what you need to take care of in the world uh, with the realities at hand so I think from a very practical point of view um, that that episode will be important so I suggest revisiting that but from a more connecting to our humanness, the many layers of our humanness, or even from a, a spiritual sense, I think fear has a lot to teach us and to show us. You know, we're, we're always living with the potential for some sort of threat, something that is life-threatening. Even when things seem to be going well, there's always the potential we could walk outside and cross the street, get hit by 
a car um, or eat something that makes us violently ill and go into dehydration or lose our job or a family member gets sick. All of this is always in the background of, of possibility. And I, I think a big part of maturation, if we're really interested in growing into this human experience and understanding it, understanding how to be in relationship to it, and developing what I might call a, a spiritual maturity, this involves the, the recognition that we don't have nearly as much control as we would like to think, or that we often do think. And it's often moments like these where we're shown that the good moments, the sense of being in control, the sense of having it together, the sense of life going well, is kind of a, a carefully constructed uh, illusion. Not illusion in the sense that the feeling's not real. An illusion in the sense that Moments just seem to be going well enough for a long enough period of time that we kind of forget that in every moment anything could change, anything could shift. And when we do get a dose of that, when we feel our our reality or the reality that we've created, that we've constructed and that we've tried to live with and that makes us feel safe and controlled, when when that starts to get challenged... Um, then the the usual response is fear. It's this very uncomfortable but uh, beautiful primal response to wanting to be okay and wanting those that we care about and that we love and that the people who take care of us and we take care of them, wanting those people to be okay and the world we live in to be okay. We're often dropped into a, a deep sense of our interconnectedness with everything around us and just how fragile it all actually is. And that can be scary. And, and it is when we're operating from uh, a smaller sense of self and when the ego gets very attached to things being a certain way and maintaining that structure and you can go your whole life uh, just trying to get back to that sense of control. And this will pass and difficulty will ensue. Um, but at some point, you know, you'll regain that sense of control and then the illusion will be back. And then it's like, okay, good. This is what we want. But then something else will happen. It might not be a pandemic. It might be a loss. Job loss, relationship loss, identity loss. Um and so this is just the reality that we, we live with, which makes fear and experiences like this a powerful opportunity to go in, inward and to meet something very fundamental in what it means to be a human being. So while yesterday we, we talked about how to work with that fear and anxious response in a very practical way, Today, my invitation is, is going to be to also explore what is it like to really meet fear with, with love and embrace and to let it move through you in a way that 
instead of causing you to put up more walls or more defensiveness, it actually starts to soften you. It tenderizes you. It opens you. It causes you to assess what is most essential, what is most important to me in this life. Maybe it draws you into connection. Maybe it causes you to appreciate what you most love. There's a big opportunity here to meet this fundamental human experience. And if we've never gotten to work with it in a deep way, or have never experienced it in this way, it most often means we haven't looked at our human experience closely enough. We've been living a little too much in the story and the narrative of where we're going and and just feeling the, the comfort of the story and the narrative. But when we let go of that and we start to do the deeper work of connecting to our humanness, uh, it can be scary. <laughs> we start losing a sense of, um, or challenging a sense of who we are and what are we doing and what's the point of this and I'm born into this world and then I one day die. We're the only the only animals that have that actual consciousness, that recognition that that will die one day. So we live with that, but we try to ignore it or decorate it or pretend like it's not going to happen. Or we just truly forget that that's not a reality. So uh, fear I want us to look at as, um, or the invitation is to look at it as something sacred, as something that can take you deeper. And that the, the suffering that it might be creating might actually be a doorway into a much more profound appreciation for your life. And, and this just this moment of your life. Yesterday we addressed the importance of looking into the future and, and planning, and I, I still encourage that. But let these experiences also drop you into the moments that you have, the moments you're experiencing right now, and the preciousness of that. This is the reality we, we always live with. We, no moment is ever guaranteed to us. And it's just experiences like this that might bring out that reality a little more for all of us. So continue to, to stay safe, to take care of yourself, your loved ones, to connect. Remember, physical distancing doesn't necessarily mean social distancing. It's still important to connect with everyone that's there. And if the fear is arising, let that be the motivation to, to deepen those connections. And that can be a connection to yourself, to other people, to other beings, and nature. You can still go outside, touch a tree. As far as I've seen, trees don't get coronavirus. So hug a tree uh, and, and connect. When the fear arises, show it some love. Let yourself feel it. Let it move through you. And give yourself the opportunity to become a more full, whole, and embodied human being. So I'm sending you lots of good wishes from here in Palo Alto, nowhere, nowhere I could go. Um, stay safe. Reach out to those that need connection, who are most vulnerable, and continue setting the example for how to move through this with your own practice. As I always like to say, thank you for your practice. I will talk to you soon. And until tomorrow, 
Take care.